God bless you, God bless you, God bless you all for joining. God bless you all for joining. Just keep sharing, just keep sharing. Thank you, God.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise and the glory. Thank you, Father. God bless you all. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you all for joining. God bless you all for joining. Just keep sharing the link. Just keep sharing. Within a few minutes, we're going to zoom into what God has prepared for us. My God, thank you, Father. We bless you. Keep sharing and lift up your voice in thanksgiving to God. Father, we bless you. We give you praise and glory. Shalom, Thank you, Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing. My God. Thank you, Father. Yes. Just keep sharing, keep sharing. My God. Wow, wow, we bless God. Junior Oracle, we bless God.
God bless you. Just keep sharing, just keep sharing. My God. Father, we bless you, we give you praise. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing. Within a few minutes, we are zooming into the Word of God. Within a few minutes, just keep sharing. Lift up your voice right now. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. He deserves to be praised and glorified. My God. Father, we bless you. Just invite a friend, invite a friend, a brother, invite all the people on your WhatsApp contact list. Let them know it is time, it is time to know and understand the God that we serve. Invite them, invite them. My God. My God.
God bless you. God bless you. All right, quickly get people on board. Get people on board quickly. We are starting. We are starting. We don't want to waste much time. We are starting. It's going to be an awesome time in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Father. We exalt you. My God. You want to lift up your voice in prayer. This evening, you want to tell God the Father, just as your word is coming, your word is already anointed. Let me take a portion of your word that is about to transform my life tonight. Let my life be transformed by your word. For it is the same word that you used to create the world. Therefore, Lord, any part of my life that does not correspond to your will, let your word bring a new creation in that part of my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice shortly and begin to pray. my God, my God. We exalt you, great God of wonders. May your name alone be glorified. This is another moment in your presence, O Lord. Mada Zinegevetes Apila Ikatis. We have come under your feet, O Lord. On this mountain, O God of victory, Zibo Walataya Shegedebedegetes. Let there be the reign of your glory. Tonight we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that we shall come to the place of the knowledge of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. That our eyes will be opened, that our ears will be opened. In the name of Jesus, we pray, O Lord, that you shall show us the way. The other day, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one cometh to the Father except by me. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, your word is already anointed. Let your word come forth with power. Let your word that is like hammer break every heart in heart. 
We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you will touch the very core of our being by the foundation of your word in the name of the Lord Jesus. If there is any character on the inside of us that does not correspond to our original identity and purpose, we pray that your word will work on us in the name of Jesus. For the other day, David said, Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. We pray, O God, let the power of your word transform our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. Show us the way. That our focus will be on thee in the name of the Lord Jesus. We bless you. We give you all the glory for tonight. Have your way and throne yourself in the midst of your people and prove to the devil that you are still the master, that we shall rejoice in thee forevermore. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you all for joining. I'm seeing Junior Oracle. God bless you. Mr. Preku. God bless you. Senior Grace Child. Esther. God bless you. God bless you. Ruby. God bless you. Sofo Mami. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Pedro. It's going to be an awesome time tonight, I tell you. Bismarck, my son. Sofo. God bless you. My regards to Bright. My regards to bride. God bless you. Be blinks. Love. God bless you. God bless you for joining. God bless you. Kobe Chris. Osofo. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Prissy Queenie. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Just keep sharing. Erama Rose. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Sandy. God bless you. Ohima. God bless you, Hema Esther. The Lord bless you and your husband for me. The Lord bless you and your husband for me. God bless you. Ephia, God bless you. Equia Ruth, God bless you. God bless you. Adobia, God bless you and increase you. The Lord bless you and increase you. For every support you are giving towards the word of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you, Duncan. Duncan Ajaman. God bless you. The Lord bless you all and keep you strong. I want to welcome all of you once again to this evening's session of the teaching. Um, it's going to be an awesome time tonight, my God. I'm going to give a lot of time for questions and answers. I'm going to give a lot of time for questions and answers. So please, kindly write and some of the questions you have been trying to ask some of your pastors way back that they couldn't answer just ask them and if the lord grants me the grace i'll be able to um draw out of the wells of the spirit and cause us to also swim in the rivers of living waters that are hidden inside our bellies god bless you Kluche, Emmanuel, God bless you. It's been a while. It's been a while. So where have you been? Emmanuel, it's been a while. Kluche. God bless you. God bless you. So please, if you have any question, kindly keep it. Once I say bring your questions on board, then you start asking. 
Once I say bring your questions on board, then you start asking. Make sure you write it so you don't forget. It might be that through the teaching session,、um, I'm actually going to touch on the question which you have not even yet asked, and、um, God is maybe going to open your eyes on it. So please just write the question down. Just write the question down. There are so many things we need to know as believers. Sandy said, Papa, where precisely can I find some of your messages? Oh, 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 oh.、Mm. Um, by the special grace of God,、um, through one amazing、um, prophetic brother of ours, I've been able to subscribe to、um, one dimension, let me say it that way, one dimension of the pot. Being or the podcast, so I'll, I'll be uploading. I, I think I've, I've right now uploaded、um, like six messages, yeah, two on the relationship and marital issues, and two on Eagle's Nest that's the prophetic training, and two on understanding the spirit realm. You know, remember we, we, we talked about、um, how to understand the spirit realm and the prophetic. Yeah, I think those of you that are following, the moment I、um, uploaded, you got some kind of notifications. So you can just go and check. You can just go and check and、um, download and you listen to them. Yeah, I'm working on the others. I have some of the recordings also here with me. I have the, the Mystery God, all the messages on the Mystery God. I'm going to upload them this night. I'm going to upload them this night. And、um, this message, too, that we are about to start is the part five of the mystery God. It's the part five of the mystery God. So many of you, you know, you have missed a lot. You have missed a lot. So please, if you know you have missed a lot, don't be troubled. Yeah, don't be troubled. I will keep uploading them so you can just go and、um, listen to them. God bless you. God bless you and keep you strong. We need to know because it is only lack of the knowledge, lack of knowledge that the people of God perish. It is only even before you can believe in Jesus Christ, you have to hear about Jesus first. You have to hear about Jesus first. You don't just get up without knowing any Jesus and you said, I've believed. Where did you get that knowledge from? You get it? Yeah. So before. You believe in the Lord Jesus. That means before faith, knowledge comes. Before faith, knowledge comes. Before your faith in Jesus, you must get a certain dimension of knowledge about that Jesus you want to believe in. That is why the Bible said in the book of Romans, chapter 10, the Bible says that, yeah, the Bible said, faith cometh. By hearing and hearing by the word of God, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means drop the word of God and there is no faith. Drop the word of God, there is no faith. Faith is not just trying to be bold. No, 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 no. Faith is not trying to be bold. That you know, there is darkness here. You say, Church, nothing can happen to me. I'm bold, you walk through. You might, you might receive 
an invisible slap. Yeah. But faith is to let you know exactly as David said, you saw the darkness. And David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. For thou art with me. So David got to know that God was with him. He knew that God was with him. And by that knowledge, he believed in God. And because of that, he was able to walk through the valley of the. It is not boldness, Keke. It is a certain knowledge where the, the, the faith of the man is hinged on. Because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. This is the reason why those who have never heard of the Lord Jesus Christ do not have their faith in Him or do not believe in Him. Even if you hear it, you still decide whether to put your faith in Him or not. I'll talk about that side. It is called the will, the will of man. That is the most precious thing that has ever been present on the earth. The will of man. The will of man. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it tonight. And I believe that the Lord is going to touch our eyes open. And it's going to be an awesome time in the presence of the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Get your your books and your pens ready get your books and your pens ready moses menza also for god bless you hagan god bless you eddie god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you for joining all right so now for the past two to three weeks we've been handling the matter of the mystery god the mystery god we are not seeing the mystery of god I made us to understand that that the mystery of God is a different thing altogether. The mystery of God is different from the mystery God. The mystery God actually, actually, in in um in the normal sense means that God is the mystery. God is not a mystery. He is mystery personified. God is mystery personified. The mystery of and that same God that is mystery has a mystery. That same God that is mystery has a mystery. When we read the book of Revelation chapter 10, Revelation chapter 10, verse 7, the Bible said, But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. So there is a certain mystery of God that must be finished. When the angel, the seventh angel blow or the sound, the seventh trumpet. But God being mystery cannot be finished. You can't finish God. But there is a part of God. There are, there are about 12 and more mysteries in the kingdom of God. There are about two, we'll, we'll handle that as time goes on. There are about 12 mysteries in the kingdom of God. There are about 12 mysteries in the kingdom of God. 
these mysteries, no matter how you try to understand them, there are still other parts of it that will unfold that will keep you getting confused. That is what mystery is. A mystery is a hidden thing that the more you are finding, the more it, it becomes a mystery to you. We don't finish like God as mystery. No, it doesn't happen. One of the there are so many mysteries in the kingdom of God. You remember, Jesus said to Peter, "I give unto you the keys of the mysteries of the kingdom of God." He said, "As for you, it is given unto you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. It is given." Unto you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. So there is a certain song that says that Ode asempano ehinte enyanzafo na weya treye enkokwa. God has hidden the glory of His word from the wise men. And he has given it to we, the foolish people. That is why he said to Peter, "As for you, it is you know Jesus will always come out, and when he's preaching, he will speak most of the things in in proverbs and in parables. And when he does that, everybody around will be confused. You come and say the kingdom of God is likened unto." A man that had a field and this and this and everybody is getting confused. What is this man trying to say? Even the disciples. And after that, when the disciples come to meet him personally, they will ask him, "Why do you normally speak in parables? You say something like this. We don't understand." Then Jesus said, "As for them, they have eyes but they can't hear. They have ears. They have eyes but they can't see. They have ears but they can't hear. But as for you." It is given unto you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. There are mysteries in this kingdom. I'm telling you, there are mysteries in this kingdom. And if there was any time that Jesus explained the parable that he spoke, it was only to the disciples, not to the public. Only to the disciples, because it is given. On, that means before a man can even understand the mysteries of the kingdom, something must first be given to the man. It is called a gift. Something must be given. Something must be given to the man. Before the man can understand the mysteries of the kingdom, something must be given. There are so many mysteries of the kingdom of God. Have you heard of the mystery of godliness before? The mystery of godliness. Yes, the Bible said in the book of First Timothy chapter three verse sixteen, said, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. <laughs> these are dimensional. I will, I will explain some of these things. Godliness is a mystery in that it can only be understood by people that are called into the kingdom of God. 
anybody outside the kingdom trying to and every kingdom has a mystery every kingdom has a mystery the devils can they have mysteries until a man is initiated into that kingdom he does not understand the mysteries go and ask the occultic people if they keep t- talking about how they do things it is hidden you need an initiation it, it is the same thing in our kingdom how does one become initiated it is what we call being born again being born again is our initiation point once a man is born again something has changed this is why baptism is a serious matter baptism born again anybody that enters into the let me let me tell you something once a man is born again once a man is born again his name changes his name changes because you have now ceased to be the son or daughter of that family you were born into but you have joined a certain family because the one that is giving birth to you must now give you his name that is why god calls us a new creation why because we have been born of god the bible says that whatever is born of the spirit is spirit and whatsoever is born of the flesh is flesh your mother gave birth to you look at this matthew chapter 4 nicodemus came to jesus john 3 he came to jesus and he said to jesus you know you see rabbi nobody can do what you are doing all except god is with that person immediately jesus said except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god then later he said except a man be born of the spirit and of water he cannot enter into the kingdom of god so even this kingdom which we are part there are two dimensions there is seeing the kingdom and there is entering the kingdom I'm telling you. We'll go into that. We see. Seeing the kingdom does not necessarily mean you have entered. Because it is only when a man is entering the kingdom that the kingdom is also entering the man. It is only when a man is entering the kingdom at that point that the kingdom is also entering the man what does it mean have you realized that we are in christ do you know that have you heard of that before that we are in christ the bible said if anybody be in christ he's a new christian what about if christ is in the person who is that person because the book of colossians will tell you that christ in you colossians 1 26 there Christ in you so it is one thing to be in Christ and another thing for Christ to be in you it is to let you know that the matters of our there are mysteries many many of you had it not been tonight you, you don't even know what we are talking about you have never heard it anywhere 
but you are in the kingdom of God. You are in the kingdom. You are in the kingdom. We are in the kingdom of God, but we don't know all these things. We don't even know. Let me tell you. In this kingdom, it is your knowledge about the mysteries and how you avail yourself to understand the purpose of the kingdom that leads you to the throne of the king. It is your knowledge about the kingdom and its purpose and your availability and sacrifice that leads you to the throne. That leads you to the throne of the king. And listen, every kingdom, every citizen of a kingdom is actually on a certain journey. Every citizen of a kingdom is in a pilgrimage. And the end of that is that the person will become like the king. Yes. The Bible said, For a military man does not mingle himself with civilian affairs. Why? Because he wants to please his master. And the purpose of every apprentice is to become like the master. In every kingdom, the ultimate goal and purpose of the citizens is that they become like the king. And you can't easily become the king until you have a deeper dimension and knowledge of of how the kingdom operates. And listen, kingdom too is not just any normal thing. Kingdom is is an authoritative and dominion institution and a man who wants power must put himself under strict conditions listen matters of the kingdom of god will not be taken as you are picking coins from the ground. I'm telling you. Until you spend time to study, to pray, to sacrifice, there are things in God's kingdom you will never know. I'm telling you. Hey, let me tell you. There are, there are angelic beings. There are angelic beings eh, that keep supplying physical money to the people of God angelic beings that keep supplying physical money you you are there you are seeing it here some people don't even understand what poverty is they are in there they are all christians like us so what do they know that we don't know what do they know there are mysteries in this kingdom mysteries 
in this kingdom. Hey! What are some of these things that the people like you look at Moses, you look at Abraham, and look at the demonstration and the manifestation of the power of God? And you're like, ah, these people, are we really like them? It will look as if that the God they are serving is different from the God we are serving. But all these people were people of sacrifice. Abraham, go and sacrifice your only son. He will follow. Abraham, you will give them, but wait for me all these years. Now believers of nowadays can't do that. They can't wait on God. They are too in a hurry to show people that they've also gotten something. They are too in a hurry. And you think we can walk in greater dimensions? No. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. All right. All right. So you want to dive deeper? This evening we want to, we've been we've been for the past two weeks we've been dealing with the matter for the past two weeks we've been dealing with the matter of the mystery God the mystery God and um, we are trying to understand God based on how He wants us to know through His manifestations and um, we we said I'm just doing a short. And quick recap because tonight I'm going to open the floor for a lot of questions a lot of questions so please if there is any question write it down write it down all right we spoke about God that God is not a static thing God is not a static thing like like stone that it is stone forever God has manifestations. You cannot really define who he, he is. You cannot really define. God is not like a mountain where every day you see it to be a mountain. It doesn't happen like that. If you if you, are, you have that mentality, you will never understand God. And I explain this, you will never even that is why many people are confused. Because they get confused about Jesus, about the Holy Spirit, and about the Father. You don't know whether there are three people seated somewhere else or it is one. Until you come to know God is in manifestations. God is not a static thing, like one thing, like banana. That, oh, this is banana. Every day it is banana. Every Monday, Tuesday, it does not work like that. It does not work like that. You are using human understanding to understand God. You have you have missed it. God is in manifestations. God is in manifestations. And the three main manifestations of God is the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. Those are the three main. But even when you pick the Father, the Father has other manifestations. Even the Father alone. He has so many manifest even the devil satan satan has manifestations how much more god 
So many of you have pictured Satan to be a, a man with black. He's, he's wearing black robe. And he's so dark with some kind of horns. And he, 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 he doesn't, like, he, have, he has frowned his face. Do you know what the Bible said? The Bible said, even the devil, even the devil transforms himself into an angel of light. So there are many people that have seen angels with light around them. They thought this one was God. But little did they know that it was the devil. If you don't understand manifestation, you don't know anything about the spirit realm. Even witches, witches, they fought me but to pay for the body man no adani That witch, that witch is having manifestation. How much more God? I want to shock somebody by saying this. Everything God has created, He manifests Himself through it. Everything that God has created, He manifests Himself through it. Everything, everything. God can pick. You can meet. This is like a heap of sand, and that might be God. You can't define God. That ah, God, you are, you are, are you, are you sand? Did you create the sand? Whatever He has created. I want to say something. It is very deep. I want to say it. There is nothing in this world. There is nothing in this world that an iota of God is not in it. <laughs> there is nothing in this world that an iota of God is not in it. There is surely something about God in nothing. No matter how evil the thing looks to you, I'm telling you, many of you will say, Hey, man of God, you are this one, dear, is not true. <laughs> and I'm about to say some heavy things before I go on to my message. Listen, nothing dies. Nothing, nothing dies or go into an extension. In this universe, no, the universe is in the hands of God. The universe is in the hands of God. So even if you die, you are in God's hands. Hey, you can burn somebody into ashes. You can burn somebody into ashes. Still, God does not see the person as ashes. He sees the He sees the true. <laughs> I'm telling you. This is what will shock many people. That there are people, some people don't have legs and hands. But once they die in the spirit, they see themselves with hands and, and legs. They see, yes. Hey, there are witches, there are witches who have been amputated. But when they, they, are, they are flying, they are not amputated people. I'm telling you. We go on my physical training, standing in the night. But oko soon soon be yenua ne on on sa e online or be baby. So they like to be in that state than to be in, in the physical. Even a witch. You have to understand. There are basic things you need to know about life. 
and until you understand some of these things about God, you will not appreciate anything. And this is not what our pastors are teaching us. Just understand these basics. It is good to make money. Share money who here. Yes, we'll talk about money one of these days. It is good to marry. Yes, they are very important. It is good to give birth. They are very important. But the thing is, there's always a purpose behind everything we are chasing after. There is always a purpose. Yes, behind everything we are chasing after. And once the purpose is missed, I'm telling you, you can get plenty money, the same money will kill you. Yes, there are some people, they can never be like despite. Not even for one second, they will die. Because their motives are corrupted. I'm telling you the gospel truth. Though. Some people will chase after money and they will never get it. They will never get money. The others too, they don't chase after money. But because of certain mindsets and motives, money will be looking for them. I'm telling you. You, you are there, you don't have money. You propose to a lady, the lady bounced you. And you are praying to God for money. The reason, the, the motive behind you praying to God for money is that you want to be rich and buy a car so that the lady will know that you too have become somebody. Look at this nonsense. Your, your revelation of, of finance is too weak. You are not, you are not a qualified candidate for finances i'm telling you many of the reason why you are struggling to make it in life is because you want to prove to that lady that bounds you that you have become somebody now look at this nonsense is that the reason why god made you because a lady bounced you you want to prove that so many of us want to prove points to people i'm telling you people of god hey people will always despise you people people will always despise you somebody is despising you now people always if you are looking at people to do things you die look at what god wants you to do and listen to god every time and that is when because listen heavenly provisions are given for heavenly purposes heavenly provisions are given for heavenly purposes you are praying to god for money there is a purpose God has for that money He wants to give you. But what dream you and say you want to buy a car and prove to those who said you will not make it that you have now made it in life? You think that is the reason why God is giving you that money? Yes. All of eh, eh, we have all been there before. We have all been there before. And I know some of you too, you can just attest to the fact that in Kufubia despise Manashie. You also want to post a picture of you in your bands so that they will see. Hey. And many of us, we just want somebody to see our picture and say, Hey, man, I left this lady. You, want some, you just want somebody to see it. That man, I left this guy. <laughs> people of God 
Life is not a Nigerian movie. You think the lady that bounced you because you didn't have money will always be poor for you to become rich so that you say, Oh, how do I know? It does not normally happen, it does not always happen like that. Yeah, some people will bounce you and you'll be struggling to make it to prove that you have made by the time you make it, they have already made it long time. <laughs> Think of God's purpose. Ah, we are made for like serious purpose, not to prove points to people. What kind of low revelation is that? Listen, when somebody leaves you, let them go. Don't be wishing they are downfall. If somebody has left you, it's okay, man and cop. Jenny, Jenny, did I miss you? No, ah, Jenny, no more. No, for coming in a dear, dear, I did catch it. If somebody has left you, just want to open set to say relationship in our common, it will also break. Send a bay, you better say, Ah, you are not born again, you are not born again, you have to be born again, again. All right, all right. All right, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. So tonight, I want to handle something very, um, very, very um, profound and prophetic. At the same time, very, very important. <laughs> Sister, brother, let me just say this one before I move on to my message. Hey, if you don't want to be disappointed in life, hey, if you don't want to be disappointed in life focus on what god wants you to do in this life some of us you need to for life with you too much you always want to know how things happen with this man you always want to know how this lady became this what are you looking for? you always you'll be putting yourself under pressure You are watching everybody's and the people too they will keep posting to put you in in, in pressure they will keep posting people, that people too that's what they will do until the one you need you are watching somebody's status to see you are watching you are watching you are watching share <laughs> hey there are some people they are working on this earth eh? the only thing they have is their iphones the only thing they have and you can you don't even know how they got that iphone you want to envy them what kind of life are you living are you really a child of god ah god has called you as a prophet you are now growing you saw your a friend of yours who is at the same age manifesting a higher dimension of the prophetic you are feeling intimidated who called you huh? I'm, telling, I'm telling that some people they are fasting and praying 
they are fasting and praying for grace and oil so that they will prove others that they are more anointed than them. Where from all these devilish and carnal things? If you are always looking at the results or the outcome or the output of a man's manifestation, that's how human beings are. Once they see that somebody is manifesting, maybe mentioning names and telephone numbers in the prophetic, and another is not mentioning, they say, ah, this one is deeper than this. So it is human beings that actually do this ranking. The way God ranks people is not based on these things. Though. It's not based on these things. I keep saying this. Women fellowship leaders that are grown, spiritually grown, they are mature spiritually than the prophets, than the prophets that even established the churches that they are women's fellowship leaders in. I'm telling you. The criteria with which God ranks people is not based on your gift. Gift crowd, it doesn't come in. It doesn't come in at all. So please, let's understand some of these things. I beg you, don't do anything because of anybody. Don't let your entire focus be on another person. You'll be putting yourself under unnecessary pressure. That does not mean that don't plan big in life too. But listen, whether you plan big or small, listen to what God is saying. It is what God wants you to do. And follow your course. Follow your course. That is it. That is it. You need to for life for you too. We are always following people. Listen, listen, listen to me. Yeah? The way life is, uh, you can't give a solid definition for life. I'm telling you. You can't give a solid definition for life. So you need to be wise. You need to be wise. Let me tell you this. Let me just use this as an example. Somebody saw you, how tattered you are, and the person mocked at you. The person started laughing at you. Under normal circumstances, everybody would think, It does not work always like that. I am telling you how life is so that you will not only be given to one side of life. The person that laughed at you yesterday, the person that said you are nothing, it is not always all the time that they will come and say, Oh, had I known? No. Sometimes the same people that laughed at you now, you would have to go back to them. And say thank you. You don't know life. You don't know life. Haven't you seen some of these things before? Haven't you seen? <clears throat> this this life by wisdom 
ene de tena brabo we mu ye de nyansa ye de nyansa ne tena brabo we mu she i tell you so relax take your time with life don't let anybody give you unnecessary pressure The Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9 whatever your hands find doing do it with all your might whatever your hands find doing do it with all your might if you are going to school i beg you study if you are working do it with all your might whatever your hand find doing so long as it is according to the will of god that it does not go against god's will i beg your sister brother do it with all your might forget people forget nipa by passion do what god has placed before you hey udi nipa ti awon people can let you forfeit what will lift you i'm telling you Don't say the guy that has a good hand to support you. Your own friend is telling me that this guy the Jano yeah on your papa. See 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 see. You just left the guy. And later you realize that your friend was moving with this person. Be careful. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. All right. All right, let us go deeper into the word of God. Let us go deeper into the word of God. Tonight we are going to handle the matter of God and man. God and man. God and man. You have been speaking of God and creation, God and gods, God and angels, and God in in particular, but this evening we are handling the matter of god and man now I want somebody to open his or her ears and listen to me carefully get your notepads and your pens ready we are about to dive deep into some things you never understood god is actually going to bring clarity to many of us so please get ready all right God and man God and man God and man Now let me just lay this foundation let me just lay this foundation Most of the times Most of the times in the New Testament when you see the word God actually most of the times in the old and in the new when you see the word god it is actually speaking of the father listen to me carefully the father colossians chapter 1 colossians colossians chapter 1 Verse one and two. Colossians chapter one. Colossians chapter one, verse one and two. 
good. Colossians chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. Post the, um, the verse 2 as well. The Bible said, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. And Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colos, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, somebody should just read the verse 3 and see something. Verse 3. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praying always for you. Now, when you read the um, Colossians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, when you read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible said, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Most of the times when you, when you check the scriptures and you see the word God, it is actually speaking of the Father. Then it makes, when it is Jesus or the Holy Spirit, it will make it clear. But mostly when it is the Father, they use God. There is just a foundation for you to understand what we are about to do. Are you getting the point now? Are you getting it now? Good. Good. So this evening we are handling God and man. God and man. God and man. I want us to understand something. I want to give a certain scripture. The book of Numbers. The book of Numbers. Chapter 23, verse 19. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. Today I want to see something big so that we... <laughs> My God. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. The Bible said, God is not a man. God is not a man. You let's pause there. God is not a man. I want to ask a question. Is God a man? Is God a man? Oh, we just read the scripture. Is God a man? Okay, love said no. Okay, okay, 
Nana also said, God is not a man. Frida also said, No, that's powerful. Now, we are going to dwell on this scripture. God is not a man. This is to let you know that there is a difference between God and man. Right? Once we see that rice is not banku, we are trying to let you know a clear difference between the two. So God is not a man. I want to ask a question. Is Jesus God? Is Jesus God? Is Jesus a man? Is Jesus a man? If Jesus is, is man and God <laughs> and he's, he's God, is God a man? Somebody said Jesus is not a man. Hey! Aha! Aha! It's a confusion. <laughs> you see? We just get some scriptures. We don't even know the, the deeper meaning of it. Jesus is God. But Jesus is a man. Do you know that Jesus is a man? Do you know that Jesus is a man? If Jesus is a man and Jesus is God, then God is a man. And I, Jesus is God. Equation one. Jesus is God, equation one. Jesus is man, equation two. <laughs> this is simultaneous equation. If you have not started, we are just laying, we have any laying foundation. No. <laughs> the things you are going to hear tonight, this, this is the first question. That's why I made us read that scripture. The scripture may declare that God is not a man. God is not a man. But Jesus is God. Jesus is God and Jesus at the same time is man. This is to tell you something. But let me pause on this side and go a bit deeper for you to understand. <laughs> Woo! Somebody said, Daddy, what is the difference? Okay, I'm coming. I'll explain things for you to understand. That's why we are here tonight. To talk about God and man. So that you will know. I want to ask another question. Have you heard this song? Nobody like you, Lord. No. Is it a song that says that there is nobody like God? Do you know that? Okay, the song says that... Oh. You know, when you sing it in Chikra, there are songs that say that, um, uh-huh. So nobody is like God. But Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image and likeness. Let us make man in our image and likeness. So man actually is made in the likeness of God. So is man like God or nobody is like God? <laughs> My God, these are just two two questions, people. So, if you say man is like God, 
Then should you be singing, Nobody is, nobody is like God? Please, I'm not blasting, I'm just asking a question. I did. <laughs> okay, these two things you need to understand. By the time we finish with this teaching, you have to understand these two. No, go and go and get a man of God. Ask him this question. He will not be able to answer. Most of our pastors, they won't they, they don't know. They will say that oh, God cannot be understood though. If you understand God, he will cease to be God. <laughs> that one we know, but not at this level. This is a small, small level thing that we all need to know. We all know we can't understand God to the fullest, but there are some parts of him he wants us to understand. That is why he gave us the eyes of understanding. Sure. There is a dimension of God no, nobody, nobody can understand. But there are dimensions that it is given unto us to understand. They are all parts of the mysteries of the kingdom. A demon like attire. Okay. So now, there are two questions on board. God is not a man. And no one is like God. God is not a man and no one is like God. God is not a man. According to Numbers 23 verse 19, no, God is not a man and no one is like God. But we know that Jesus, Jesus is a man. Yes, because he was born by a woman. He was born by a woman. Do you want, want to understand the matter of man? You want to understand the matter of man? So that you know there are kinds of men. So what is the difference between God and Jesus, please? <laughs> we have been talking about this. Uh, we have been talking about this. Jesus, I won't go straight to the point because I will answer the question. But as we um, continue... The answer will actually be made clear before you. Okay? Nana said, well, I hope you get it. Okay, good. Okay, let me just say, the only difference between Jesus, there's no difference though. Just that Jesus is the man dimension of God. Jesus is the man dimension of God. Do you know that there is what we call the four living creatures the four living creatures atiasi four nine that song that we sing atiasi four nine and atiasi four nine four living creatures now the bible said these four living creatures when you pick one that's wings and they have four faces one four faces that's the face of a lion, the face of a man, <laughs> the face of an eagle, and the face of an ox. The face of a lion, the face of a man, the face of an eagle, and the face of an ox. All these four faces are a manifestation of a dimension of God. We'll let you understand that. With time, we will just go deeper into it. Right now, we are tears in the ankle. 
So we are believing God for grace. Then we start understanding some basics so that you really know the God you are serving. Hallelujah. Good. Do you know that there are people who are Christians who, who think that God is not, Jesus is not God? Do you know that? There are people, they are Christians. There are Christians who think that Jesus is not God. They think Jesus is so God is different from Jesus. That's because they don't understand how God is bringing these manifestations to us for us to understand. When you go to heaven, before Jesus came to the earth, he was not called the Son. Before Jesus came to the earth, he was not called, he was called the Word. And that was God. We go and read the book of John chapter 1, verse 1 downwards. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 down, the Bible says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the sonship of Jesus is the Word becoming flesh. So Jesus is the Word becoming flesh. And the Word was God. So it was God actually becoming flesh. That is Jesus. And that is what we call the mystery of godliness. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. The mystery of godliness. That God manifested in the form of man. Let me tell you. Do you know that anytime I prophesy to you that you travel, and you travel, the word has actually become flesh. <laughs> Do you know that when a prophet tells you that you get married at this point and you get married, it means that the word that the prophet spoke has become flesh. When when a word becomes flesh, we behold the word. We behold the word. And the beholding part of the word is called glory. That is why anytime there is a declaration concerning somebody's life and the thing come to pass, glory will be given to Jesus because Jesus is the word becoming flesh. Exactly. Are you getting the point? Many people don't understand this one. Let me just say it again. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Oh, something is hitting me. <laughs> this actually is just telling you about the Trinity. It's just telling you about the Trinity. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Verse 14 of the Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory full of grace and truth. That means anytime the word becomes flesh, what actually happens is that there is a glory that we see with our eyes. And the word becoming flesh actually is Jesus. So anytime a man of God declares the word of God concerning you, that you shall become this in 2021, 
you travel to the US in 2021 and you travel, it means Jesus has been manifested at that point because Jesus is the word becoming flesh. So there are so many instances that there's a manifestation of Jesus, even in prophecy. That people don't know, they don't understand. So if you got that, then let's move on to this next dimension. God. Listen, people of God, everything about Christianity is centered around the Trinity, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. If you don't understand this dimension of the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, you have no... I'm telling you. If you don't understand the connection between the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, and if you don't understand it, that, that, that like even the three of them we are talking about, it is actually one God, one, not three people, one, not three people, one. If you don't understand this, you will always be confused as a Christian because it is a door in our in the kingdom. It is a door in the kingdom. Let me tell you this: Obia won't even be that door. When you enter into our kingdom, there are doors. There are rooms and doors. All these rooms and doors are mysteries in themselves. But there is a big white door that leads to the entire building. There is a big white door, white door, that leads to the entire building. Once you open that door, all the other doors are connected to that big white door. They will begin to open gradually, bit by bit, bit by bit. And that door is actually the foundation. That door is the understanding of the Trinity. It is the understanding of the Trinity. Let me tell you, the main reason why there are a lot of denominations in Christianity is because of this one. The main reason. Why there is a lot of... You, you realize that when you go to um, Jehovah's Witness, they are saying something different. SD people are saying something different. Church of Christ people are saying something different. They say, New Apostolic Church, they are saying something different. Christ Apostolic Church, this, every, they say, Ubiyan and Amnibedi. But we are all saying we are serving one Christ. Let me move on to my message. This is just the beginning. So please, let's understand this one. Don't drop it. If you drop it, you are doing yourself a, a big harm. So please. Now, this is God. Understand. Can you all hear me now? Great, 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 great. Now, God, understand this. Man is the last thing God created. Man is the last thing God created. Follow me carefully. We are going somewhere. I'm just laying a foundation so that we shoot ourselves deeper. Man 
is the last entity that God created. Now, and God, before He created man, before God created man, He said something. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. The Bible said, And God said, Let us, let us, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let's pause here. God said, let us now the bible did not say and god's god's said let us he said and god so he's actually talking about one god he said and god said let us so god actually had dimensions of himself that he was speaking to so this point is what we call the trinitarian council the trinitarian council when god stretched himself into the father the word and the spirit he called one part of him the image and he called another part of him the likeness he called one part of him the image and another part of him the likeness then they spoke among themselves and said let us make man that was the first time the word man was coming into the scene let us make man in our image that image means he's referring to one part of him and after our likeness another part of him so which part of god is the image and which part of god is the likeness the image actually is speaking of the personality of god And the likeness is actually speaking of the functions, how God is supposed to function. Have you ever realized that somebody, have you ever realized anytime somebody does something wrong, there is a name given to the person based on the wrong thing the person has done? If somebody sleeps with another person's wife, what would that person be called? an adulterer or adulteress do you know that do you know that when somebody plays drums in church he is called a drama but the question is does the person have his actual name When the woman, a woman was caught in the very act of adultery and they brought that woman before Jesus. They hey, Jesus, this one, they will caught her in the very act. She is an adulteress. But Jesus knew the identity. This is to let you know that the way you live can give you a name different from your identity. 
the way you live can give you a name different from your identity. That is also to tell you that your identity can be different from the way you live. Are you getting the foundation now? Good. If you are getting it now that your original identity can be different from your behavior, then this is to let you know that the image is your identity and the likeness is the way you live. So God has an identity and God has a way he lives and functions. So you can be somebody that is in the image of God and still not be functioning like God. This is what the devil did. I don't want to go ahead of myself. So somebody was caught in the act of adultery. But the person is a king. They caught him and said, hey, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? They say, hey, we are not looking at who you are. We are looking at what you have done. So I made a statement that there are four questions that people ask concerning God. The first question is, who is God? That is to tell you about the original identity of God. That is the image. There's another question that is, how is God? How is God? That question, how is God, is actually asking you how God is like. For a man to know how God is like, he needs to look at some of the wickedness and the things that God does to know that, okay, this is how God is like. Because there is always a fingerprint on whatever God touches. So anybody that has understanding, when he sees a certain fingerprint, he will know that, no, this one is the doing of the Lord. That is what David said. This is the doing of the Lord. This is, I will upload it. Don't worry, right after here, I will upload the message. Said, this is the doing of the Lord. So the doing of the Lord is the likeness of the Lord. Follow me. Now, God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. So God actually made man according to two dimensions. God, he made man according to two dimensions. The first dimension is the image and the second dimension is the likeness. Now, when we are actually, let's say, somebody wants to see you. The person is in the US, you are in Ghana. So the person will be like, get me a picture of yourself. You took a picture. That picture is called your image. So when the person looks at the image, they say, oh, okay, 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 I've seen you. 
burnout, when the person now gets close and you begin to show him how your life is in the, in the evening, how you do your things, then the person is actually coming in contact with the way you live. This is about your likeness. Are you getting the point I'm making now? These are foundations. We want to go deeper. So you have to understand this. According to science, according to science, there is something we call genotype and there is something we call phenotype. The genotype is what is within you, but the phenotype is what is on the outside. So the image is within you. That is your original identity. But the phenotype is what is on the outward. Any time what is on the outward is different from what is on the inward, there is a problem. Hmm. There must be a certain coordination between the inward identity and the outward likeness. There must be a coordination between the inward image and the outward likeness. Once there is a miscommunication, once there is any switch, it means that you are not living your true identity. So you are living like something else, not like the image. So listen, the likeness is actually supposed to be a manifestation of the image. That is how God made things to be. I want to explain it further for you to understand. If I am dark, and I say I want to be fair if I am dark and I say I want to be fair there are ways I can be fair the original way is to go deep deep into my body into my cells and get the DNA and see the genes for either fairness or blackness then I change the blackness to fairness then when i change it from within with time it will begin to manifest on my body that is one way the second way is to apply something topically on my skin for the skin to change so at that point the likeness is changing but the inward image has not has not changed Do you know that there are some people, when they want to be fair, they don't bleach. They take in pills. Do you know? Do you know what they are doing? They are actually causing an alteration. Alteration in their DNA. Alteration as in, So there is actually a certain alteration inside the DNA to suit some of it is called gene mutation. Gene mutation. 
I'm just laying a foundation of image and likeness so that you understand proper, proper. So, all of us, we are called as children of God. But look at the things we do. Are we doing things like God? It means there is a problem. It means something has attacked the likeness. Are we getting it? Can I move forward? Can I move on? Good. So now, we are standing in the Trinitarian Council. God said, let us make man in our image one part of God and our likeness another part of God. So the image is actually speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the image. According to the book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible said that Jesus Christ he is the express image and the brightness of God's glory. He is the express image. So Jesus or the word, the word actually is the image. The word is the image. So when you start from verse 1, the Bible says that God, who in sundry times spoke to us by the prophet, has in these last days spoken to us by one, his only dear son. So he's actually talking about the son of God, the son of God. And the son of God actually is Jesus Christ and he says that this son of God he is the brightness of God's glory and the express image of his person so the image is actually the word of God which is the son of God are you getting it now now good so Jesus Christ is the image and the Holy Ghost Holy Ghost is the likeness. I want to show you a certain scripture. Now, something happens for the word to become flesh. ABC. For the word to become flesh. Understand, I said this. Jesus he was known as the word in heaven. But when the word became flesh, he was not known as the word becoming flesh again. He was known as the son. So when the word becomes flesh, it means you have become the son. Are you getting the point I'm making? So there is a dimension of Jesus as the word and as the son. The son is actually the word becoming flesh. So word becoming flesh is equal to son. But the word which has not become flesh is still the word. Are you getting the point I'm making? But there is something that converts the word to become flesh. There is something that acts upon the word to become flesh. And I said, when the word becomes flesh, what is it called? When the word becomes flesh, what is it called? Son, good. There is something 
the, and I said that the word actually is the image. Did you, did you get that? The word is the image. Did you get that? Good. And the spirit is the likeness. Did you get that one? Good. That means there must be a mingling of the word and the spirit for a son to be made. Are you getting the point now? Let me make you understand. Before a word before a word can become a son, something must act on the word. And that thing that must act on the word is actually called the spirit. Okay, so let's make it this way. Let's make it this way. Let's go into mathematics. Let's go into mathematics. Image plus likeness is equal to man. Image plus likeness is equal to man. Are you getting it now? Oh, are you getting me please? Good. Image plus likeness is equal to man. Good. So now, the word is the image and the spirit is the likeness. So wherever you, you see image, put word there. And wherever you see likeness, put the spirit there. So then, the word plus the spirit will also give you what? The word plus the spirit will give you what? Oh, we just did, said this one. It is man, but another exactly the sun. Exactly the sun. Exactly the sun. Are you getting the, the, the equation now? Listen, I said, there is the word. When the word comes into, um, when the word becomes flesh, it is called the sun. When the word becomes flesh, it is called the sun. But the word does not just become flesh. Something must act upon the word. Something must be added so that it will, it will um, transform and become a son. And that which must be added to the way to become a son is the spirit. I'm going somewhere. That is why I want you to understand. Because if you don't understand this one, where I'm going, you, know, you will not get it. Now, this man... Okay, so I want to show somebody something. That means that for somebody to become the son of God, the Bible said we were born 
of the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. We were born of an incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. That is why even in born again, eh, you, are, you were born by two things. You were born by two things. In born, before we being born again, and because we were born by two things. The first one is the spirit. And the second one is water. The book of John. Follow me. I don't want anybody to miss it. We are, we are, we are diving deep. The book of John chapter 3. Verse 3 down was the Bible said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Then he said, in verse 4, in verse 5, Jesus said again, that and Jesus answered verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born of water water and the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God except a man be born of water and spirit water and spirit water and spirit water and spirit I want us to understand man in the simplest form before we go into the connection between man and God water and spirit you can only be born of water and call yourself born again it doesn't work like that you can only be born of the spirit and call yourself born again it doesn't work like that two things it is the same as you need a mother and a father to give birth to you it is the same way as you need image and likeness to be a man it is the same way as you need a word and spirit to become a son have you realized what the Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 8? Verse 13 and 14, the Bible said, As many as are led by the Spirit, listen to what the Bible said, they are the sons. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Listen to me. It is one thing to be a child of God and another thing to be a son of God. I won't go into all those things today. It will confuse a lot of us. But with time, we will understand. Nobody can become a son of God without the Holy Spirit. It doesn't work. Nobody, nobody can become a son of God without the Holy Spirit. Even if you are the Word, without the Holy Ghost, you can't be a son. <laughs> even if you are the word without the spirit you cannot be a sign that is why even when Jesus was the word he took the Holy Spirit for him for that word to become flesh which is the son to get that 
get that. So I want everybody to know that you were made in the image. Listen, you were made as Jesus and like the Holy Spirit. You were made as Jesus Christ and like the Holy Spirit. Somebody asked a question. He said, Sir, please, similar and same, are they the same or they are similar? <laughs> similar and same, are they the same or they are similar? <laughs> are you following? Where are you? Are you following or you are writing? Good, 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 good. So I want everybody to understand that we were made in the image. And after the likeness of God, the image of God is Jesus Christ, who is the Word, and the likeness of God is the Holy Spirit. So, the way the Holy Ghost moves is how we are supposed to live. So, the Bible said, If that is born of the Spirit, a spirit, just as the wind blows, that no one knows where it is coming from. Or where it is going, so is the one born of the Spirit. We are moved by where the Holy Ghost moves us to. We do what He says we should do. So our doings are actually a manifestation that there is a Spirit actually doing things through us. That is the likeness. If you want to do anything of God on this earth without the Holy Ghost, it can't be done because the Holy Ghost is the doing of God in person. The Holy Ghost is the doing of God in person. And the doing of God in person is actually according to the will of God. That is why we always say the will of God be done. The will of God be done. There is a song that says that he has sent down his spirit. He, has, he, he left his spirit on earth for his work on earth to be done. For his work on the earth to be done. So that doing is the Holy Ghost. If you are looking for the ability of God, that is the Holy Ghost. That is the Holy Ghost. He is the doing ability of God. And whatever the Holy Ghost touches, you will see the footprints of Jesus. You will see, you will see the fingerprints of Jesus. That is to let you know that this is a touch from the Holy Ghost. This is a touch from the Holy Ghost. 
My God. Such an amazing God we serve. Such an awesome God. Oh God, 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 God. God bless you. Sister Elizabeth, God bless you. Long time. I will surely make time for us to talk. My, my only sister, God bless you. All right. All right. Now, so understanding this one, please, I'm talking about man. I hope we've, we've had a certain understanding about man, who man actually is. Do we get it? Good. I said, under normal circumstance, the likeness is supposed to be the outward manifestation of the image that is on the inward. The outward, the likeness is the outward manifestation. Of the inward image. Now God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Let us make man in our image. And after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the earth. Let them have dominion over the earth and over every creeping thing, over the beasts of the air, over the fishes of the sea, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. This is what God said. And the Bible said in verse 27 that. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. <laughs> I love that verse. <laughs> Did you hear any likeness in verse 27? Did you hear any likeness in verse 27? Did you see any likeness? God said, let us make man according to the two dimensions, the image and the likeness. Then the next verse, the Bible says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So he, he only spoke of the image. He only spoke of the image. He did not speak of the likeness. That is because the likeness is an outward thing. There are some people when they saw when the disciples went to a place called Antioch, the people in Antioch saw the disciples and said, mm, These people walk like they do things like Jesus, they do things like Christ. So then let us call them Christians. So a Christian is somebody that is like Christ. 
So the word Christian actually came as a result of the likeness of Christ, which is an outward thing. It is an outward thing. Do you know that there are some children when they give birth to them from the beginning, it looks like they don't look like either the mother or the father. When they are giving birth to, they don't look like the mother or the father. But the more they keep growing, that is when you realize that ah, this, this child looks like the mother. This child looks like the father. So something actually is happening. Are you following? Good. Good. Now, the Bible said, so God, He created both male and female. Now, the Bible said, in verse 28 and God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth verse 29 and God said behold I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you shall be for me. Now, I want you to understand something. I want to, I want to bring out a verse so that you, you understand. I want to, so that many of you understand what I mean. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Genesis. Somebody should just post Genesis chapter 5. Let me ask this question first. Let me ask this question first. When we say Adam, who is Adam? Who is Adam? Let me ask, who is Adam? No answer. Who is you? Anything you know about Adam? Who is Adam? Just let me know. Someone said the first man on earth. Okay. Another person said first man to be created. Okay. Someone said the first man God created. Okay. Now, I want to ask another question. 
Is Adam different from Eve? Is Adam different from Eve? <laughs> Give the anointed said no. Okay. Esmel said yes. And Elisa said, in a way, I will say yes. Okay. <laughs> I love the answers. Wow. Okay. Hey, Nipa Trepeo. Somebody said, Joshua said no. Okay. Somebody should post the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 5, verse 2. Genesis chapter 5, verse 2. Genesis chapter 5, verse 2. The Bible said, Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam. <laughs> and called their name Adam. So the word Adam actually is not the male. The word Adam is mankind, man. Both, both the male and the female were all called Adam. <laughs> Somebody never knew this, and then now uh, this is in the Bible. <laughs> God called their name Adam. That is why I asked, Who is Adam? Because all that we have been taught in Sunday school is that Adam is Berman and Obani, Freddy, Eve. Who told you that? You see what Sunday school teachers have done to us. And we also believe it without checking what the scriptures are saying. This one is just here. Genesis 5 verse 2. Claire, God called both male and female. He created them and he called their name. Now listen, the, he didn't even say he called their names. He said he called their name. Mm. He called their name Adam. Okay, I want to ask this question. When we say mankind, is mankind male or female? Mankind. Is mankind male or female? Both male and female. So that both male and female known as mankind is Adam. It's Adam. Human being is Adam. Adam is not the, the name of a male person. Adam. Adam simply means human being. If you don't understand this one, you don't understand what happened in the garden. We are about to go there. That is why I want you to get this as a foundation. So some of you are saying that, ah, it was Eve. You are talking about all these things. Relax. <laughs> So the word, when God said, let us make man in our in that word man there is Adam. 
And that word, man, there is not only the male, no. God was talking of mankind, both male and female. In fact, what happened over there? Every human being came out of Adam. Every human being came out of Adam. Because Adam is a human being. Adam is human. If you are a human being, you are Adam. If you are a human being, you are Adam. So what happened to the first human being was actually us. I don't know if you get the point they are making. Are you getting it? Good. Good. Now, when God made man, that man, man is actually both male and female. Called Adam. The Bible said, when God made them, when God made them, Yes, it is in the scriptures. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. When God made them, he, he made a garden. Listen to me carefully. God, he made a garden on the east side of Eden. On the east side of Eden. We are going somewhere, so follow me. Don't mess it from this point. Stop. <laughs> because we are going deeper. Good. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said in Genesis chapter 2. Verse 7. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Those who have, have missed tonight, they have missed a lot too. Because they don't even understand themselves. The Bible said, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul man became a living soul man became a living soul listen to me man became a living soul now listen to what happened god formed the body of man from the dust of the ground God, he formed the body of man from the dust of the ground. We will talk about dust in our next teachings. The dust that God used to make man. What kind of dust was that? Is it the normal in we see here in Ghana? <laughs> we talk about that kind of dust. <laughs> 
We talk about that kind of dust because if it is normal dust pan that God used to make us, as we are bathing every day, okay, but the time we are falling, it disappears. That means that we are not going to benefit from it. We are not going to benefit from it. We are not going to benefit from it. <laughs> But it's not like that. That's not the kind of wow, she was skin, crack, and then the TAB will be the clear yard. This you are now her skin. You know that it's not the same. You know that this. So, what kind of dust and what ground? Did God pick this dust from to form the body of man? What? And now the thing is so if somebody, a Krebi, is being formed in the mother's womb, is it God that has entered the mother's womb forming the child with dust? So which dust can enter into a woman's womb? Which dust? And the table it me go by to form a child. We talk about the dust God willing. There's a certain version of the Bible. It is called the Tagum Onkelos Bible. The Tagum Onkelos. <laughs> the Tagum Onkelos. It is the Aramaic version of the Hebrew.、Um, don't worry, you get confused, so we will talk about that one later. Now, that. that Version actually pointed out clearly what that Genesis 2 verse 7 actually is. According to the Tagum Onkelos Bible, it says, And God picked a sand from the temple. Listen to me. And God picked sand from the temple and formed man black, white, and red.、Mm. And God picked sand from the temple and formed man black, white, and red. What does it mean? So, the entire human race white people, red people, and the blacks we were all picked from a certain ground. And God, so once God formed the first man, he was a white man, a black man, and a red man at the same time. All races were inside him. So the thing is. What kind of sand did God use? What kind of sand? And according to that Tagum Onkelos Bible, the Bible said, God, He picked the sand from the temple. Which temple? Which temple? If you understand that temple, you will know the reason why the Bible is saying that. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Allah Katayas. We talk about that, the dust. 
We talk about that dust in our next teaching. God willing, on Tuesday, it will, it will, it will amaze all of us. It will amaze all of us. So, why a white man? Why a black man? And why a red man? Why? We'll talk about the dust. And we'll talk about the link of this dust to that dust that God said the serpent will feed on. We'll talk about that, the link of that dust. And the dust that God said the serpent, the food, the dust of the ground will be the food of the serpent. We'll talk about the link of those two dusts. On Tuesday, if you miss Tuesday, unless you come. Some of you, because we have been able to upload it and you don't want to come live. But there's more anointing when you join live. More oil. Don't be missing it. Don't be missing it. Cry, I'm telling you. Great. Great. Today I just wanted to lay a foundation. We are talking about God and man. Now, there was a question according to Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. The Bible said, God is not a man. God is not a man. God is not a man. And we understood that Jesus is God. Jesus is God. And Jesus is a man. So if Jesus is God and Jesus is a man, is God a man? Amazing. So don't miss it at all. Don't miss it at all. It's going to be an awesome time in the presence of the Lord. Many of us, we need to know and understand some of this so that we will know how to live our lives. So that you know, when God tells you, when God tells you, don't gossip. And you do. You know what you're actually doing to yourself. What he told man not to do, man did it. Look at what happened to man. Look at what happened to us. All right. So I just want to say my final thing, then I take some questions. I want to say my final thing, then I take some questions. All right, all right, all right. All right. So God and man, listen to me carefully. Let's go back to Numbers 23 verse 19 and check something. Numbers 23 verse 19.
The Bible said, God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. That means that this actually draws the difference between man and God. Man has something inside him that causes him to lie, but that thing is not found in God. Man has something inside him that causes him to fornicate. That thing is not found in God. Man has something inside him that causes him to do what he's not supposed to do. That thing is not found in God. Because of that, then we draw that line that God is not a man that he should do these things. It does not mean that there is no manifestation of God as a man because Jesus is a man. So God is not a man that he should lie. Men can lie, but God will not lie. It is only on that premise of that character that God is not like man. But when we take that thing away, God is a man. But get this, I said, God is not a static thing that you can give a solid definition to. No, God manifests in various dimensions. So there is a dimension of God that is a man. That is Jesus. You can't say the Father is a man. You are wrong. It is only Jesus that is a manifestation of the manly dimension of God. That one is called the mystery of godliness, according to First Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. So God is not a man that he should fornicate. God is not a man that he should lie. God is not the Son of Man that he should repent. Have he said any? <laughs> I want to say something, but it will be too big. Hey, atini ikuanatasa. A time came, eh? A time came. <laughs> I want to show you a certain scripture that will let many of you think. Uh... A time came when the Israelites were sin- sinning against God. When the Israelites sinned against God, <clears throat> when the Israelites sinned against God, a time came. You let's read the scripture again. The Bible said, "God is not a man that he should lie." Neither the son of man that he should repent, that he should repent, that he should repent. How to how to release a question that will confuse many of you? A time came in the book of Genesis chapter Exodus chapter thirty-two, when Moses went to receive the Ten Commandments and he was coming. He realized that the people were serving idol. They had used their earrings and chains to form. A calf, and they, are, they were worshiping. He saying that this is the God that brought us out of Egypt. And the Bible said God got angry and called Moses to the mountain again. And God said, Moses, I want to kill all the people of Israel and use only you to start a different people. Then Moses said, Ah, God, what are you saying? If the people of Egypt hear that 
when we say we want to live, we want to live now, you were calling us out to come and kill us. They will say, You cry, say you were testing of our blood. That is why this, this is and God, if you want to kill the people, I am also part of them. Kill me too. That is what Moses said. And look at what the Bible said in Exodus chapter 32, verse 14. Somebody should post it here. Exodus chapter 32, verse 14. The Bible said, And the Lord repented. <laughs> And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. Hey, the same Bible, Numbers 23, verse 19, the Bible said, God is not the son of man that he should repent. But yet the Lord repented. So what is it? <laughs> My God. My God. Somebody said, I'm confused, cry. <laughs> Don't be confused. Don't be confused. Even when you read the book of Genesis chapter 6, verse 6, the Bible said, a time came, all the people on the earth became too wicked and evil. And every imagination of their heart was so evil. And when we Genesis chapter 6, verse 6, the Bible said, Genesis chapter 6, verse 6, the Bible said, and it repented the Lord. That he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart it repented the lord that means god repented that he had made man on the earth hey. so what is this repentance that the bible said in numbers 23 19 that god cannot repent and here he's repenting and repenting is it the same repenting we are thinking or they are different? We will understand that, God willing, when we are talking about dust, the dust, the dust on Tuesday. If you miss Tuesday, if you miss Tuesday, has he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? I want to ask a question based on this scripture. Do you know that God says somebody will be a prophet, but the person died and never became the prophet? Have you, have you, have you seen that? That's, God said this one will travel, but the person died and never traveled. The Bible is also saying that has God said something and he has not done it? So what are we missing? What are we missing on this dimension of God and man? What are we missing on this connection between God and man? The Bible said his ways are higher than our ways. So is it that we are not understanding some things about him? Because his word cannot lie to us. Then the fault will actually be from us. What have we done wrong? And what are we supposed to do to correct this one so that we can reason with the Lord? Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18, he said, come, let us reason together. Come, let us reason together. Hey, the ways of God are higher than the ways of man. But he's now calling us so that we should come for us to reason. Come now and let us reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 
So there is something that is preventing us from reasoning with God. It is called the sin. It is called the sin. This sin is preventing us. It is making us so low that God is so high that we cannot get connected. Hey, how glorious it will be that a man will reason with the creator of the universe. How glorious it will be that a man will sit down with the universe owner and begin to think and plan. How glorious will it be that God will say, I want to do something in Ghana. Bismarck, I need you. What is your thought on this one? How it will be glorious when God has said, I want to do something in the U.S. Bismarck, I want to take you to the U.S. Global minister, I want to take you to the U.S. How good it will be. How glorious that a mortal man will sit down with the immortal God and begin to reason together. How glorious this will be. How amazing that the owner of the universe will come to you and sit on your bed and sit on the floor with you and begin to talk about his plans for the world. And God, this was the plan of God that he would reason with me. He said, come, is it your sins that are moving you away from me? You come, even if it is as red as crimson, it shall be as wool. Even if it is as scarlet, it shall be as white as snow. You come, come, let, I want to reason with you. Come, let us reason together. That is the heart cry of the Father. This is the heart cry of the Father. This is the reason why once a man does something against God, the greatest evil thing the man can ever do is to run away from God after going wrong. The most evil thing a man can ever do is to get away from God when he does something that disobeyed God. And that is the working of the enemy. Because the day you did something wrong, the devil told you, you are not worthy to stand in church and even pray to God. But God is also speaking. Hey, listen not to the enemy. For even if your sins are as scarlet, come before me. I will wash you and I will make you as white as snow. Then we shall sit and reason together. That thing I want to do in your hometown, I want to use you to do it. I can't do it by myself. That is the reason why I placed you there. When God wanted to change the life of people around, he called out a man by name Abraham. And the Bible said that God said, will I hide anything from Abraham, seeing that he is the father of all nations. My God. Sodom and Gomorrah sinned against God. When God wanted to go and destroy them, he called Abraham and said, Abraham, I want to destroy these people. What should I do? Ah, ah, ah. God and man. God and man. Then Abraham said, God, don't do that. God said, okay, if I get ten righteous people, I will not destroy the nation. Abraham said, God, please reduce it. 
God said, if I get nine, Abraham said, God reduce it. God said, if I get eight, Abraham said, God reduce it. God reduced it because of one man to five people. And when God entered into the land of Sodom and Gomorrah, he could not get five righteous people. He couldn't get five. Eee! How can a whole nation, not even five people that are righteous, it was only by that. So once the people were there, they never knew a man called Abraham. But Abraham was bargaining for their lives with God. They never knew Abraham, but he was bargaining. This is a man that stands with God in intercession. There are people praying for countries that those countries don't even know them. There are people that through their prayers, they have saved countries and families from destruction. But those families and countries don't even know those people. This is called the heart of intercession. An intercessor is the one that reasons with God. There is no way a man can reason with God without prayer. Prayer is when a man sits with God in the higher dimensions and God tells the man, this is what I want to do. God, then the man will say, okay, as I am praying, I avail myself. I open the doors of revival. Move, oh God, on our land. Move, 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 and move. So anytime a man is praying, the man is actually sitting down with God, understanding the plans of God and taking effect on what God wants to do. This is prayer, and this is an intercessory dimension of prayer. Come and let us reason together. God and man, it is looking as if God cannot do anything. Hey, I want to say something. There is what we call the can of God and the will of God. The can of God and the will of God. The Bible said, the can of God and the will of God, the can do of God and the will of God. The Bible says that, for it is God who worketh in you, both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. I think Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, the Bible says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. God bless you, Duncan. The best thing a man can become, I'm telling you the truth, is an intercessor. I'm telling you, the best thing, the greatest asset God can, God will be watching out for, is an intercessor, a man whose heart is connected to God. I think Philippians chapter two verse thirteen also. Let me check. Okay, yeah. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. The Bible says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do. So we are talking about two things. Willing and doing. Willing and doing. Willing. And so we have the doing of God and the willing of God. 
So the thing is, do you know that God can do everything? Do you know? God, He can do everything. Do you know that? But God will not do everything. They are not the same. God can do everything, but God will not do everything. Do you know that you can get up and beat your, your younger sister or younger brother? Do you know? Sometimes when they even provoke you to anger, you can beat them, you know. You know you have the ability. But sometimes you, you will not beat them, you just won't beat them. So there is something actually between doing and willing. Yes. The willing actually comes from what we call the will, the will, the will. So God has a will. God, He has a will. And everything that He does is according to His will. God will never do anything against His will. So God can let everybody get saved right now. But according to His will, it is not like that. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. God bless you. So, people of God, let me tell you God can heal that sick woman. Yes. That sick woman close to your house, God can heal her. But God will not. Why? Because His will is actually hidden in you. You are the one that must decode. And once the will of God is decoded inside you, then His ability will manifest through you to heal the woman. Someone said, please, can God watch you die? <laughs> there are many people that have died. There are many people that have died. Mm, that they were not supposed to die. Many people have died that they were not supposed to die. If you don't understand matters of the will of God and the can of God, eh, you, you always blame God for everything. I'm telling you. This I've been saying it several times. I've been saying it several times. Once you come to this earth, once you come to this earth, there's so much power available for you not to die before your time. If any man dies before his time, the fault is from the man. Not from God. Look at the prodigal son. You took everything from the father and left. Is it the father? Or you wanted the man to follow the, the child? No, it doesn't work like that. So there is something in us also. It is called our will. Our will. As we are talking about man, we will go deep into that. The will of man. The will of man. The will of man and the will of God. 
you actually understand some of these things so that you will know you will know that what actually causes a man to live not according to the image inside him is actually a certain conflict on the will on the will the will All right. God bless us. 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 Okay, so please, um, I'm just giving the platform for anybody who has a question to ask. Anybody who has a question. So you have a question you want to ask, you can call him. You can call him right now and ask your question. Anybody with a question? Let your question flow. Let your question flow. Luke 22:31 is a scripture so I don't get it so coin out the question from it and let me know because if I try to it will look as if I'm explaining the whole scripture but let me just get the exact question you want to ask so that I can get I can just Edwin said if I want to know a lot more about the prophetic who in the Bible should I study study the prophets all the prophets Zechariah, Ezekiel, everybody. Everybody. Because every prophet in the Bible had a different encounter with the Lord. Yes. But if you want a deeper understanding of how, like the spirit realm, things were working and everything, get connected to the, the book of Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel. God bless you. Duncan says, so does it mean demons and Satan prayer requests are being answered not to confuse anyone? I don't get it. Demons and Satan prayer requests. I don't get the question. Is it? So does it mean demons and Satan prayer requests are being answered? Demons, they don't pray. Satan doesn't pray to anybody. They wanted to destroy Peter. They wanted to destroy Peter. That is what the devil wanted to do. He wanted to destroy Peter. And Jesus saw that and prayed for him.
it is the same way as a prophet is is prophesying. He say, ah, you they have plotted death for you. For you, you'll be traveling next two weeks to this. The said yes, but I pray for you are free, and the person is free. It is the same way. So the devil wanted to kill the lady, but the prophet saw it by the special grace of God and prayed for the lady. The lady is free. So the devil wanted to destroy Peter, but Jesus saw it and prayed for him. I don't know if I'm answering your question or I'm not getting the question right. The devil is after everybody's life. The devil is after everybody's life. So it shouldn't be a new thing that the devil is planning something bad against. They are always planning. They are always planning. The devil is after everybody's life. It shouldn't be a new thing. That is why when we are praying to destroy the works of the of the enemy, join. Somebody said, if demons can appear as light taking the form of an angel or angels, how do you differentiate that this is of God and this is from Satan? Okay. Now, if you are only looking at the outward appearance, you will miss it. Crap. Now, the thing is, every spirit, Jesus said something. He said, I think in the book of John 6, 60 something, he said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. Every spirit, listen to me, every spirit has a voice. Every spirit has a voice. Great. Every spirit has a voice, and that voice is speaking a word. Every spirit has a voice, and that voice is speaking a word. So as you are listening to me right now, I'm, I'm speaking the word of God. There is what a godly spirit must speak. This is why the Bible said that a time is coming when the Antichrist, the Antichrist, will come and even now as we are talking the antichrist has been released and the antichrist is against christ so the bible says anybody that says that jesus christ did not come in the natural to die is an antichrist anybody that says so we decode spirits by what they say jesus said the words i speak of you they are spirits and they are life we decode spirits by the way if you are looking at the appearance you are, you are you already you have already missed it that is why if you are not deep in the word of god don't be praying for spiritual experiences that's what many people were a certain spirit appeared while you're white in the home light gown I said, come i want to show you heaven they took the person to a place and they said ube utia ube hell what that kind of i don't i don't ah if these stupid things you are living and you wear trousers you are going to hell what kind of nonsense is that you think God is so much focused on heaven and hell? 
Do you know the plan of God for human beings on the earth? You don't know. Nipan unin Bible mushi until the word of God has seemed to know. Spirit ni sanibaya na umuzo osha whiter light one hood. Ah, what do you free name? If you don't know, if you don't know the word of God, that is why teaching is very important. If you are not firmly grounded in God's word, don't pray for spiritual experiences. You will be deceived. You will be deceived. There are people who are always about preaching about makeup. If you do makeup, you are going to hell. Because because this is our nonsense. Many unity be on Nantes are bushy mans are non Francosa. You see, who say a man could they don't respect God again. I'm telling you, because they think God is so much focused on bringing people to hell. What kind of nonsense is that? You do the wedding on she chukutuni a taoto no vanko. A setting being that appeared like an angel said so. What kind of nonsense is that? You don't understand. And I'm not going to tell you that you're going to tell me 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 that you're Free hako can a cassa pain on Shempabwa because both will be say a jagraja say. I had a say, Nimokafu say. Nonsense. People of God, let's study the word of God. Yem build the home and yasim muna so that we don't get deceived because there are many people getting deceived. Many people getting deceived. I'm telling you. And the way deception is eh, adada. <laughs> The devil, he knows what God has already said. He knows it. It is the same thing God has said that he will use to deceive you. There's something we call conception. Conception talks about taking in a seed. The word con is wet. And deception is about seed it's talking about a seed. So con conception actually talks about somebody with a seed. So anybody that is pregnant or someone that has taken in seed has conceived conception. And there's what we call deception. Deception speaks of somebody taking away the seed. Taking away the seed. Taking away the seed. And the seed actually is speaking of the word of God. 
the word of God. So if 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 you don't even have, that's why I said this. If you do, you are not firmly grounded in God's word, you are not you are no you, you can't set yourself free from deception because you are already deceived. You are already deceived. うん、そうびオンシャスマディオニトリニクロンチェンダ。おそうえナチュラル。ビコニャミアセムスエンジェルのバイエンジェルネシ。オンムザオンシェトラウザ。オンケカネンサ。オンニメイクアップ。オンニ
a fast of what of a tandy asset is an inside no pateku or kuna mima. There's a people once you enter the church, who are sorry, then you see key. Yeah, they will crash a bottle. Yes. Until they, they arrested a man, he called himself a man of God. Who see a sorry dying case or the bottle, a chef from gate, main gate, you know, and a bottle or their chef or their known, a chef baby and confirm be free abano. So anybody that is actually entering the church spiritually is entering into the bottle. You are locked. Into a bomb pile man, I are in the car two weeks time. Now a car back, you still come back. You still come back. They have locked people. Do you because you are until the person is delivered. It is the same way when somebody visits a fetish priest. You don't know, your soul has been captured. The devil has so many deceptive techniques. Eh? If you are not sharp in the word of God, he will deceive you. Tell the Bible, say, "Munsusuma monimre insentrene." I want this. I want this. I want this. Study the word of God, people of God. Namia sin. The word of God. It is the ultimate thing. It is what God used to create the world. I'm telling you, there are people they've never met prophets anywhere. They have never heard any prophecy you are you travel but by the word of god the scripture they have they have been praying they have traveled to nations they are doing good the word of god the word of god it is not like they don't believe in prophecy they know that the bible says that the word of god is the sure word of prophecy the sure word of prophecy the anointing on the word of god cannot fail it cannot fail the anointing on the word of God can offer. If only you would believe, it is the sure word of prophecy. I'm telling you. The Bible calls it the sure word of prophecy. Study the word of God, what? I to be a sit down god bless you prophet george god bless you prophet george the word of god is the sure there is a reason why the word sure is was actually came before the word god bless you bismarck then we also have we have also a more ah so the more cry a more sure word of prophecy where unto you do you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts we have a, a more sure word of prophecy a more sure word of prophecy God bless you, Prophet George. God bless you. So people of God, let's understand some of these things. Alright. Any question? Any other question? Any other question? 
Any other question? Somebody said, can the dream make you? Can the dream you dream? I don't understand the question.、Anymore. Say, can the dream the devil make you dream? I'm, I'm, I'm not getting the question. Well, come again. Are you saying that the dream that you get from the devil, does it, is it a real dream or something? Is that what you are trying to ask? Is that what you are trying to ask? Okay, okay. If, say, can the devil make you dream and make you think it's real? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Several times. Several times. I said there are three main sources of dreams. Three main sources of dreams. The first one can be from God, the second one can be from the devil, and the third one can be from yourself. From yourself. The one that is from yourself has a lot of faculties. The one that is from yourself has a lot of faculties because your mind, in which dream occurs, dream actually occurs in your mind. Your mind has faculties. Your, your mind has faculties. And even your soul in itself has a lot of faculties. You have your emotion, you can get an emotional dream. You can get an emotional dream. Somebody that broke your heart yesterday, you can see the person in the dream and still remember that this one broke my heart. That is why there is a saying that, near where you swore, and yet they could die, but and yet dying, they are near where you swore. Not all dreams came from things we already saw. To get that, the awareness why they call the human things pertaining to yourself, yourself, dreams coming from your own self. You can get an emotional dream, you can get a mental dream. There are so many kinds of dreams. This one, I think I've, I've thought on that before. And you can get dreams from God and dreams from the devil. Let's say somebody dreamt, and when the person dreamt, there was a dog chasing the person. The moment the dog wanted to bite, the person woke up. It can be, listen to me carefully, it can be that this dream is from the devil to put fear inside you. Or it can be that this dream is from the devil to actually bite you and destroy something in your destiny. It can also be that it is God trying to tell you that something is chasing you, so rise and pray. It can also be God trying to tell you that something is after you, so rise up and pray. So, when you get dreams like this, don't just get up and walk away. No, fire prayer. If it is from the devil, It will backfire. If God is trying to show you something that you are under attack, rise up and cast it back.
Are you getting the point? So, yes, the devil can cause somebody to dream. Rejoice, Arthur said. The Bible says the Lord reveals to redeem. That's not what the Bible said. That's not what the, the Bible never said that. It is people that are saying those things. It is not what the Bible, there is nothing like that in the Bible. Said, yet, if you pray about something bad happening and it still happens, does it mean that your prayer is not like that? No. The Bible never said when God reveals and he has redeemed. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. The redemption that comes out of it, you are involved. You are supposed to do something about it. That is why God is showing you the thing. The fact that God showed um, Pharaoh that famine is going to happen on the land of Egypt. The fact that God showed him that dream now does not mean that God brought um, plenty food. No. He had to take a step. There was a man that even needed to interpret the dream. So there is nothing in the Bible says that God reveals to redeem. As in when the moment God reveals now he has redeemed. Please the session will end very soon but I'll try and see if I can start another session then we can